Chapter Nineteen of Cotto. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nadine Gertboulet. Cotto being Japanese curios with sundry cobwebs by Lafcadio Duhern. Chapter Nineteen, in the dead of the night. Black, chill, and still, so black, so still that I touch myself to find out whether I have yet a body. Then I grope about me to make sure that I am not under the earth, buried forever beyond the reach of light and sound. A clock strikes three. I shall see the sun again. Once again, at least. Possibly several thousand times. But there will come a night never to be broken by any dawn, a stillness never to be broken by any sound. This is certain as certain as the fact that I exist. Nothing else is equally certain. Reason deludes, feeling deludes, all the senses delude. But there is no delusion whatever in the certain knowledge of that night to come. Doubt the reality of substance, the reality of ghost, the faith of man, the gods. Doubt right and wrong, friendship and love, the existence of beauty, the existence of horror, there will always remain one thing impossible to doubt, one infinite blind black certainty. The same darkness for all, for the eyes of creatures and the eyes of heaven. The same doom for all, insect and man, ant hill and city, races and worlds, suns and galaxies. Inevitable dissolution, disparition and oblivion. And vain all human striving not to remember, not to think. The veil that old faith wove to hide the void has been rent forever away, and Sheol is naked before us, and destruction hath no covering. So surely as I believe that I exist, even so surely must I believe that I shall cease to exist, which is horror. But must I believe that I really exist? In the moment of that self-questioning, the darkness stood about me as a wall, and spake, I am only the shadow, I shall pass, but the reality will come, and will not pass. I am only the shadow, in me there are lights, the glimmering of a hundred millions of suns, and in me there are voices, with the coming of the reality, there will be no more lights, nor any voice, nor any rising, nor any hope. But far above you there will still be sun for many a million years, and warmth and youth and love and joy. Vast Asia of sky and sea, fragrance of summer bloom, shrillings in grass and grove, flood of shadows and flicker of light, laughter of waters and laughter of girls, blackness and silence for you, and cold blind creepings. I made reply. Of thoughts like this I am now afraid, but that is only because I have been startled out of sleep. When all my brain awakens, I shall not be afraid, for this fear is brute fear only, the deep and dim primordial fear bequeathed me from the million ages of the life of instinct. Already it is passing. I can begin to think of death as dreamless rest, asleep with no sensation of either joy or pain. The darkness whispered, 
What is sensation? And I could not answer, and the gloom took weight, and pressed upon me, and said, You do not know what is sensation. How, then, can you say whether there will or will not be pain for the dust of you, the molecules of your body, the atoms of your soul? Atoms, what are they? Again I could make no answer, and the weight of the gloom waxed greater, a weight of pyramids, and the whisper hissed. Their repulsions, their attractions, the awful clingings of them and the leapings. What are these? Passions of lives burnt out? Furies of insatiable desire? Frenzies of everlasting hate? Madnesses of never-ending torment? You do not know? But you say that there will be no more pain. Then I cried out to the mocker, I am awake, awake, fully awake. I have ceased to fear. I remember. All that I am is all that I have been. Before the beginnings of time I was. Beyond the uttermost circling of the eternities I shall endure. In myriad million forms I but seem to pass. As form I am only wave, as essence I am sea. Sea without shore I am. And doubt and fear and pain are but duskings that fleet on the face of my depth. Asleep I behold the illusions of time. But waking I know myself timeless one with the life that has neither form nor name, yet also one with all that begins and ends, even the grave and the maker of graves, the corpse and the eater of corpses. A sparrow twittered from the roof. Another responded. Shapes of things began to define in a soft grey glimmering, and the gloom slowly lightened. Murmurs of the city's wakening came to my ears and grew and multiplied, and the dimness flushed. Then rose the beautiful and holy sun, the mighty quickener, the mighty petrifier, symbol sublime of that infinite life whose forces are also mine. End of chapter 19